This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. I'm so glad you're here. You glad you're here tonight? I'm really, you know, we, we, uh, we've just simply... As Pastor Sandy said, uh, these things are not things that we just thought up to have some kind of a service with. These are things that have come in prayer. And I'm going to tell you what, now this is why we have to pray unceasingly or be in constant communication with God because he's going to speak the word for today. Amen. Uh, And there are things that he'll uh, talk about where our future uh, is concerned. Uh, You know, uh, that he wants to uh, describe in detail to us, some some detail. to us, and uh, that might take a little more time uh, than you know than just a few uh, a few fleeting moments in our life. Amen. The Bible says, the Bible says that the plans that He has for us are all for the future. They're future. They're to give us a future. So, uh, you know. Your future is bigger, way bigger than your present. Now, we want to talk to God about the present. But see, I mean, you know, two breaths later, we're not there anymore. We're go- it's where we're going that God's more concerned with and that he has more to say about than where we've been or where we are presently. That's not taking scripture out of context. I'm going to tell you, if you want to hear God more accurately, and we need to hear God, and we need to be accurate in that hearing. Amen? Uh, then, then, then press into uh, the mystery of the future. Now, you don't even have to tell the devil's crowd to do this. They got 1-900-PSYCHO. They got card readers. They got it, horoscopes. They got everything. Why? Because the devil understands that there's a natural built-in inclination for us to want to know, need to know, what's next. Amen. Well, you know, he never had an original idea in his life. He perverted something that is a good thing from God. Are you listening? You know, religion will tell you, you, well, you never know. Well, you need to know. And you should know. Praise the Lord. And you can know. That's right. You can know. Amen. And God will even tell you, just like we tell, you know, we used to tell our uh, children, you know, we're, we're going on a trip. Now, you don't want to tell them six months in advance because you know how that they'll go. Are we, they're already when, you know, is today the day? And then even when today gets to be the day, are we there yet? You see what I'm saying? That's an immature, uh, you know, perspective and response and to be expected. However, uh, as we mature, we can, we can handle the future. Isn't that right? in the planning form, much more in maturity that we mark the date on the calendar and then we can have some time to prepare for that. We don't have to wait until the moment and say, is today the day and are we there yet? Amen? So, listen, I'm convinced of this, you know, uh, that as we're faithful with, you know, what God gives us today, he'll start talking about tomorrow to us and the week and the month and the year and then even years. Amen? But that is a progression and a development in our lives. Psalm 62, verse 5. You ready for the word? 
Now here's, here's what the word's action, here's what the, the word is called a two-edged sword. All right? In, in keeping with things that have been spoken already here tonight, what, what does the word say? It is a two-edged sword. It is sharper than even a two-edged sword. It says, to the dividing asunder. And, are you listening? And the discerning. So the work, uh, there's, there's a twofold work of the word of God. There is the dividing, but, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to give you a general thing here in that, uh, of uh, between spiritual things and natural things. And there's a discerning also of thoughts and intents of the heart, motives uh, behind the movements. Amen? So to, to get... And... and <clears throat> And you will know, okay, when you get in that flow of the words, the word of God, the words that he's speaking. So you can know the difference between uh, spiritual things and natural things. Do you need to know? Absolutely. There's great benefit to being a spiritual person. Hmm. When I say a spiritual person, I'm not talking some religious hokey pokey. I'm talking about developed to the place where you know the difference and where there's ability to discern. Now, your word level is going to be, see, that's the dictionary, the standard for which you compare everything. So, so the only way to know the difference between that's God or that's not God, that's God or somebody else, see, uh, is uh, is your word level. The knowledge of the truth. Not just knowing about some stuff, but now, listen, through some, some, some personal, intimate knowings and understandings, life lessons learned from the word. And that's how we're supposed to learn. We're not supposed to learn on the backside of this way. You know, the school of hard knocks. Listen, you don't, listen. That's not the best way to learn. Now, there are going to be plenty of hard knocks when you take your theory out there and try to practice it. Amen. There's all, still book learning, then there's real learning. Amen. You know, but, <laughs> you know, uh, there's a, there, there is a higher knowledge called revelation knowledge. This revelation knowledge is not, a, is not something that's learned through your mind. It's, it's just a knowing. Just a knowing. Uh, you know, suddenly you just know because God showed it and revealed it to you. And, 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 it, is, and it, is, it is good. It's right. It's true. It's, that's just it. That's it. That's God. Amen. I know. I just know. Amen. And there's a flow of that now, and, and you know, you, you and I can press into that. Well, how? Through the Word of God, the Holy Spirit. All right. Psalm 62, verse 5 says, My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from Him. Upon God alone, O my soul, rest peacefully, for my expectation is from Him. I'm going to tell you what brought you uh, uh, here tonight was a Holy Spirit uh, inspired expectation. That's the truth. Amen. <clears throat> Deuteronomy eleven twenty six says, "Pay attention. I'm setting blessing and curse before you right now. Today, I am giving you the choice between a blessing." And a curse. Deuteronomy thirty nineteen New Living Translation says, Today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice that you make. Oh, that now God puts his, his, his you know, two cents in here and says, Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. And that's not a survival, but a thriving, abundant life. Amen. 
uh, the truth is we have a choice. The lie is you don't have any choice. But the truth is you always have a choice. Because God set a choice in front of us. Amen. Second Chronicles 20.20. Boy, I like that. Second Chronicles 20.20. Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe and remain steadfast to his prophets, and you shall prosper. Second Chronicles 2020. Everybody say 2020. Amen. Isaiah 48 and 3 in the Passion Bible says this. Long ago, I prophesied things that would happen. I issued decrees and made them known. Then suddenly, I acted and made them happen. Can you see God in this? God will speak a thing. And it may seem it's taking such a long, long time. And then suddenly the appointed time comes. The set time, the right time. And suddenly he acts and makes them happen. That's verse 3. Verse 5 through 7, St. Passion Bible says this. Long ago I told you things. Long before they happened, I proclaimed them. So that you would never be able to say, my idols did this, my uh, wood and metal Idols decreed it. You have heard what I foretold and have seen it all unfold. So admit that it happened and I was right. But now here he, cha- he changes this. He's talking about how God's own track record in your life. Has God ever told you something? And then he made that thing happen. Anybody be a witness for God in this how? So God does work his word, but he works it in his way in his time, right? But now he, he, he reminds them of that and us today of that. But then he says, but from now on. See, see there, are, there are moments of God's movements and there are, there are, uh, there are times when God brings a new now. Now, God created time. God gave us time. Are you listening? But God still controls time. Amen. It's his to do. He said, from now on, I will tell you about new things never seen before. Hidden things, well-guarded secrets you know nothing about. Well, uh. That would, that would be what we're staring at right now, moving into uh, a new year. How many of you look back over 2019 and what you saw in January and what wound up happening between January and December? Some of it was surprising. Some of it wasn't in your script at all. Some of it you just knew was going to happen, didn't happen. And some stuff <laughs> happened that you just didn't know about. Amen. All right. New things you've never seen before. Hidden things, well-guarded secrets you know nothing about. They are created now. Brand new today. Not long ago. You've never heard of them before now, so you cannot say, oh, I already knew about that. So we, we can't bring the old knowings into the new That we've never known. Amen. Now we're about to cross a line in time. And it's a real line. The whole world acknowledges it. The whole world acknowledges that there is this reset. uh, And a new year. What everybody calls a new year. A new thing. Where the old is done. And now there's a new. And it's just an invisible line in time. I mean, you can't, you know, it ain't out there on the road between Coosa County and, you know, Talladega out there. It's just, but it's an accepted, there's a line in time. And that when you cross that line, you're no longer where you were. You're in something different. Amen. The old year is gone. The new year is gone. The new year is coming. We say the old time has passed, the new time has arrived. Could we agree with that? And God talks about 
it's a new thing, brand new, and what makes it brand new is that you never knew. It's a dangerous thing to bring all of our knowings. I was talking to a gentleman, he was telling me, uh, uh, if I called the name, you know both, but anyway, uh, he said, you know, he goes, he's the kind of fella, he goes, that knows everything. He goes, he even knows more than you. He goes, and you're a man of the book. He goes, but he can tell everybody a thing or two about everything. I said, well, that's all right. You know, praise the Lord. See, because you just be, you know, now you know what you know, don't you? You don't need to know everything. You just need to know what you do know. But you, but what you know, you know. Ain't nobody add to really or take away from uh, that where you're concerned. Isn't that right? That's a knowing in you. Amen. But what makes it brand new is that, is that we never knew. Amen. See, is it possible that God could reveal himself as himself, as a God that we just never knew God was like that? We never knew that God was, was that much more than before. Well, the new thing is a real thing, and we've, God has prepared us uh, for this. been talking quite some time uh, about a reset and a redo and a restoration. Those are, those are descripts of this new thing that's a real thing, and 2020 is the beginning of this restoration work of God. 2020 vision uh, is double vision. I'm not the only one uh, that's declaring this. This is being declared a lot of different places. I didn't hear it. And then in parroting that, I heard this from the Lord for my own self uh, first. Amen. And while I thank God for all of the voices that are out there, the one voice that is the most important to me, amen, is most believable, uh, you know, is that... uh, uh, is the voice of the Lord. And he's been talking about the double for a while. And I'll give you some scripture here. Isaiah 61 and 7. <clears throat> so there's a decree of double in the earth. And I'm not the only voice that's speaking prophetically along these lines. Uh, <clears throat> Isaiah 61, 7. And this is, he, the, this is the, the, these are the words that Jesus was quoting the beginning verses of uh, Isaiah 61, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Are you listening? Verse number 7 of the same passage of Scripture, God's promise to him, it says, Because you got a double dose of trouble and more than your share of contempt, your inheritance in the land will be doubled and your joy go on forever. Now let me let me just pull into this just a little bit. Now he's now now he's really this is a promise to his, the seed Jesus. It's a promise to Jesus. Are you listening? We are we are co-laborers, joint heirs. It's his inheritance that we're joint heir in into. And he says, "So your inheritance in the land will be doubled, and your joy go on forever." Well. What was the double dose of trouble? Well, he was willing to step down into your trouble and my trouble. He was willing to be troubled with our trouble. And you know, there, 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 that, is, uh, that is the example in the picture uh, for our lives. See, it's not just life, but it's life and ministry. It's it's uh, it's being willing to, you know, uh, strength is for service, not for status. Being like Jesus, who was willing to weigh down into folks' trouble, willing to willing to go into trouble. Are you listening? <clears throat> The Passion Bible says this, because you received a double dose of shame and dishonor, and it wasn't his shame. It wasn't his dis. He took that. He took our shame. He took our guilt upon himself. 
Amen. It says, you will inherit a double portion of endless joy and everlasting bliss. Job, the 42nd chapter, and 10 verses 12 in the Amplified Bible says this, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job and restored his fortunes when he prayed for his friends. Also, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. And the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. The message Bible says this, After Job had interceded for his friends. They were some kind of friends too, weren't they? You know, Jesus is a friend of sinners. Have you, have you ever remember a time when you were in the adversarial attitude towards this friend of sinners? And don't get all religious on me now, you know. Has there ever, ever been a time perhaps that, uh, you know, that we brought wrong attitude or actions or understandings? Amen. But said after Job had interceded for his friends, God restored his fortune and then doubled that. And I like the way that says. said not only did he give him back everything that was taken from him, the devil took all that stuff. The Bible says that clearly. There are people that religiously say, you know, in the book of Job, well, God, you know, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Now, here's the thing. They religiously do that. Job was just simply, says, it all came from God. It all came from God. I'm going to keep serving God whether I have it or I don't have it because God's still my God. That's, that, that's the truth of that statement. But the, the Bible's very clear in teaching. I mean, it says the devil went out and did all them things to Job. Are you listening? And he said this in another place. Job said out of his own mouth because your words work for you or your words work against you. Uh, there's going to be, that's, that's going to be a little closer to home in the days ahead. Uh, he said, well, my greatest fears, what I feared has come on me. See, fear opened the gate and the door to, uh, uh, for the devil to do what he did. He, he works with fear just like God works with faith. It says, God blessed Job's latter life even more than his earlier life. There was double for the trouble. Now, let me say something to you here. In the future, the trouble will trigger the double. The the trouble will trigger the double. Amen. Those of you who ever shoot guns or anything like that, you understand that the trigger is the is the exact point of release. It's the leverage of release. Amen. So the trouble will trigger the double. Amen. Well, that'll tell you how to handle trouble. Amen. All right, now hear this. 2020, the answerings will be according to the askings. The outpourings will be according to the outcryings and the possessings according to the pressings. This scriptural basis of this is Ephesians 3.20. Now, to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or think, same words, according to. According to his power that is at work within us. And the Bible goes on to say, glory to God. Praise forevermore. Amen. So everybody say according to. See, your measure is the same measure God's going to use. Now, he'll maximize it, you know. If you, got, if you give God a penny's worth, just for sake of measurement, this is not just monetary uh, things. But just if you give God a penny or a dollar's worth, he'll maximize it. You'll get so many pennies. Pennies will be everywhere. Dollars will be everywhere. But now, if you, if you give God something more to work with, according to, are you listening? The power that, that you're using, are you listening? If you go over in some maximum measures there, you're going to see God's power maximizing those same measures. Fives, tens, twenties, hundreds. There are different measurements 
And that's all there is, just measurements, you understand. According to your, the answerings, according to your askings. The outpourings, according to the outcryings. You know, there's prayer, and then there is when, I, when my prayer becomes a cry out to God. I'm not talking about tears, but a heart cry. Amen. Well, when it moves in my heart, I know I'm moving God's heart. Are you listening? All right. 2020, uh, the new thing that brings a new season. We've talked about this, a new season. Now, a new season is due season. A new season is due season. Let me read this to you, Galatians 7. Now, remember, here's what, here's what happens Every time the Word of God, it, the real Word of God, the Holy Spirit working with that, is that light comes and it shows the good and the bad, the right and the wrong. You know, there's a people, if, if, we're, if we're, you know, the negative and the positive, okay? And, and we need to understand God's on the positive, all right? But, but the negative's going to show up. God's on the right, but the wrong's going to show up. God is only never good, but the bad will show up in when he shines the light. But religiously, we get under condemnation, and when in reality we should be under conviction. And conviction isn't that you're going to do penance for 23 days, you know, until you have some sort of a feeling, you know. It's just saying, you know what, Lord? That ain't right. I'm sorry. I'm wrong in that. That's the wrong thing, whatever. Forgive me and move on. That quick. Now, now just by faith. Amen? But now, you know, uh, uh, <clears throat> aren't you glad when he went to Mary and Martha's house that he wasn't had the white glove and was going, you know, Martha, you're such a good housekeeper, but what about this? That wasn't what he was there to do. He wasn't nitpicking and all that kind of stuff. Now the devil will nitpick all the faults and failures and negatives and all that kind. He'll amplify all that stuff, but not Jesus. Amen. He just doesn't do that. All right. The new season, due season. Verse number 7, Galatians 6 chapter, this is the Amplified Bible. Just listen to it. It says, Do not be deceived and deluded and misled. God will not allow himself to be sneered at, scorned, disdained, or mocked by mere pretensions or professions or by his precepts. We're talking about his word being set aside. He inevitably deludes himself who attempts to delude God. See, we could fool ourselves and we can fool other folks, but we can't go and fool God. Isn't that right? For whatever a man sows, that and that only is what he will reap. For he who sows to his own flesh, the lower nature, the sensuality, the will from that flesh reap decay and ruin and destruction. But he who sows to the Spirit, capital S, will from the Spirit of God reap eternal life. And let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time and at the appointed season we shall reap if we do not loosen or relax our courage and faint. Now listen, the new season is a due season. In 2020, the release of the increase is a multiplication measure. Remember, he's talking about sowing. See, seed never, never comes back as one seed. It multiplies. It, it multiplies. It's, it goes immediately to work to produce a more measure. Whether that's flesh, amen, natural life, ever we give our attention, you know. Now listen, and we, we need to, we're busy, we work, we've got all these other things. But see, we shouldn't be too busy that we're not able to put first the kingdom of God and obey the Spirit of God. And so to the Spirit of God, who's what? Working in your spirit and developing your spirit. All right? All right. Here, here's the thing. We'll go further faster in either direction. See, 
The true prophetic never just says, you know, matter of fact, you see this in the Bible all through the all through the prophets. He said God would point out and he goes, all you're prophesying is pit, your pillow prophets. You're just prophesying comfort and ease and nothing, you know, negative, nothing bad will ever happen. And God says, that's not the truth. And so the real prophetic was not popular because they told both sides of the story. That's the true prophetic. It will always tell both sides story. I know when we line up here and, and, and you prophesy to people, boy, you know, a lot of times you, 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 you got to be careful that you're not just saying what people want you to hear because they'll pull on that. There'll be times when God will bring a correction. And we'll be hesitant to do that because you don't want to hurt folks' feelings. You don't want to be misunderstood, all that kind of stuff. But now, is that true? The spirit of prophecy is Jesus. When Jesus uh, uh, came uh, uh, to John, are you listening? Or or John came up to Jesus. Jesus talked to the churches and he had something for them and something against them. Are you listening? Because he tells the whole truth. Are you listening? Tap your neighbor real quick. Just say, look, I know that there's the perfect you. But we both know there's the real me. It's okay. There's a, there's a new song. It's okay to not be okay. Amen. Isn't that right? All right. All right. Here, listen, further, faster, in either direction. Here in the due season, consequences are coming closer to the choices. Why? The new now. When Jesus came, he said, the kingdom is at hand. And when you were in the presence of, when you were in the presence of Jesus, you were in the presence of the king of that kingdom. And, and that rule and reign of God was happening now. They had put it off to someday. Are you listening? But Jesus said, it's today. And that was the offense that he, you know, really, really, the, the religious crowd had, had issue with that. Are you listening? And see, now we're not that way, but see, let me, let me just be careful now because you've got folks out there that are just living any old witch away, taking their ease, even in Zion, just saying the Lord delays his coming. I'm going to tell you what now. Jesus is coming. Amen. And, and they were looking for his physical appearing. Are you listening? As the Messiah in all of his glory. But he came, you know, kind of secretly. He came kind of in a brand new thing, a virgin and a child, a baby born, a word born. And he came and walked as a man among them, but an anointed man, filled with the spirit of God, anointed and appointed. And he worked the works of God, spoke the words of God among them. Are you listening? And I'm going to tell you what now. He's the head of the church. He's in his highest place. The Bible says that we're to forget the things that are behind, press into the things that are in front of us. What is that? The high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus is in his highest place in order to bring you into your highest place. And what would be your highest place? As his body in the earth, his voice, his hands, his feet, doing the greater works. Than, than the ones even he did doing the greater works. He left you here to do the job, to complete the assignment. Amen. All right? Uh, the Bible says in another place, the reason why people don't, don't get the picture, there's a delusion, there's a deception. All that psalmist said this, he goes, it's because the consequences are so far and long removed from the choice. But when Jesus came, the choice, are you listening? The choice became this day. Heaven and earth is in a witness of the choice that you make this day of the blessing or the curse. And both manifested in his presence. Both were, there they are, right there. Amen. The, the religious people went to church and they were manifesting and demonstrating. The devil went to church <laughs> And the devil was manifesting and demonstrating. Sickness and disease was there. Are you listening? That they had just looked over some of it for 18 years. Amen? But Jesus said, no, it's today. That's long enough. Time's up. Kingdom's at hand. 
you're loosed. These are good things. Oh, these are good things. The flip side of it, you know, for some folks, it's going to be great. For other folks, not so great, except that redemptively, you know, hopefully they can get the clue quicker. They can catch it quicker. Boy, that consequence linked tight to that choice. It's like, that wasn't right. That was, that was wrong. That didn't work out so good. And it didn't work out so good quick. Amen. The new now of Jesus, the kingdom at hand. I'm going to tell you what. Uh, Jesus present. Jesus personal. And Jesus powerful. More in measure. In this house, we are determined. We are determined to lift him up. Now, why would that be? So he will draw all men unto himself. That he will be magnified and glorified. Amen. More than before, the rule and reign of God, kingdom come and kingdom now. Now, I want to announce to you, we're almost done. Are you all still good here? It's only 8 o'clock, I think. Oh, my God, we've been here an hour and a, an hour and a half. Yeah, in 2020, 365 days and 24 and 7. It's a long time. Amen? Are you listening? You better gas up now. Amen. You better get full. You need to stay full. Are you listening? Amen. Fill your gas tank up. Don't run around. See, the depleted will be defeated. It's the depleted that get defeated. If you'll stay living full and in the fullness, are you listening? Amen. Boy, I'll tell you, it's so peaceful. Today I, I had a choice. You know, oh, sometimes we wait till payday to fill our vehicles up because they're thirsty. We drive, you know, we don't drive little clown cars that get 43 miles a gallon. Are you listening? We, we've been rolled around in the highway too many times to ride in, you know, a five-gallon bucket with tires on it. <laughs> Honey, put me in something that's stout. Are you listening? That even if it rolls over, it's, it's a big thing. It takes some big stuff to move it. Amen. But now it takes more gas to move it. So today, you know, uh, uh, you know my, my, it's, it's down there. You know, it's not empty, but it's not full. It's down closer to empty than full. And I got some runarounds to do. And you know the temptation is as well, you know, I'll just fill it up. Later, and the Lord says, why, why do you do that? He goes, fill it up. He said, he said, the last day of the year, he said, operate on full. Fill it up. Fill up. Amen? When you park it, it's full. Slam full. Amen. And it's a choice. I said, that's a choice. To live full or to live less than that. Amen. All right. The, the 2020, I'm here to announce, will, will, is, brings in the plenty. There'll be plenty in 2020. Now, that's not, I, I know that that rhymes, but, uh, you know, the Lord, have you ever, I'll tell you, the Lord is very poetic a lot of times. He'll, he'll use catchy phrases sometimes. Amen. He'll say it in a short thing. The Proverbs, especially in the Passion Bible, if you read in there, the verses will rhyme. A lot of them. Amen. Poetic prose. Uh, So, you know, uh, plenty in 2020. Say plenty in 2020. Well, here's what there'll be plenty of. Options and opportunities. There's setups on both sides. Blessings and cursings, life and death. There are setups in the stepping up or in the stepping back. The, the, The good God has setups and the not so good God has setups. But there's setups. Are you listening? In either direction. We'll go further faster. Now, it's for all. It's to the open and to the closed. For the prepared, for the unprepared, for the awake and aware, and the asleep and the unaware. To those drawing near and those drawing back. And really, listen now, those aren't, you know, 
there's not, not, not going to be a lot of gray area in the days that are ahead. 2020, there's coming a contrast. And the contrast will be a distinguishing distinction of the difference between God's way, man's way, world's way, and the word's way. Exodus 8, chapter 22 and 23. Now listen to this. says, but on that day, God's speaking, I will sever. Now we, we don't ever compare notes. And, and uh, we don't have to. If you're, if, you, if you're on the same page with the Holy Ghost, there's a flow. Amen. Uh, and I had asked Pastor Sandy, I said, would you, I said, do you have anything? We'll say it this way. Say, you got anything in your crawl? And uh, she said, no. I, I said, you don't want to say anything? I said, no, no. So I, t- even here, I turned over and said, I said, you want to say something? She didn't like, I said, well, why don't you just pray? Open up with prayer. Do you think she prayed? <laughs> well, she did. Every, every last one of the three that prayed. And listen, every one of you can pray here. Pray, pray circles around the rest of us. That's wonderful, all right? But we're still just going to obey the Holy Ghost. And the reason why is because he knows the flow that he wants. But every one of them declared and decreed some things. Declarations and decrees. Declarations and decrees. Every one of them. Amen. So, but on that day I will sever and set apart the land in which my people dwell. And I will put a division and a sign of deliverance between my people and your Pharaoh's people. The world's people. Egypt's. And he said, listen, by tomorrow <laughs> this sign shall be in evidence. 2020, by tomorrow, this sign shall be in evidence. There will be a contrast. It's coming a contrast. Listen, through the choices and the consequences, there will be distinguishing distinction of the difference between those going God's way and those going the world's way. Amen. And that's redemptive in its nature. Because those of us that are going God's way are going, come on. That way's not where, that's the wrong way. Come on. Aren't we? I said, aren't we? Isn't this good news for all people everywhere? It isn't for us to just point the finger and say, well, look at you, too bad. No, it's come on. Come on, this is, this is the way, all right? Everybody say, by tomorrow, this sign shall be in evidence. Now remember, now listen, January 1st, 2020, this sign, the distinct discernible difference. Here's how you judge prophecy. If it's from God, it happens. If it's not from God, it isn't. Amen? I'm all right with that. Matter of fact, I think this year has been the, the year where I felt such a release where this is uh, concerned, so confident in the Lord's competence to tell us, to say a thing, that we've heard a thing, and that we're saying what we've heard. Amen. And that you're hearing a thing, and we shall see if it be God, or if it isn't. Amen. That's simple, all right? Now, uh, now listen, when you're on the bus, in the plane, you know, in the boat, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Sit tight. <laughs> Amen. He's going to take us there. He's the Lord. All the pressure is off of you when you let him follow, when you let him lead, and all you got to do is follow. When you got to lead, boy, it's on then, ain't it? Isn't that right? You got to figure out everything, but he's got it all figured out. He has it all planned out. All you got to do is follow and stay awake for a few more minutes. Amen. Hallelujah. You never would have made it to midnight. You'd have laid up in the bed. You set the alarm for 11.53 to watch the ball drop. But I know good and well looking at you right now. Kitty-eyed as you are. 
lights are on, you're around a bunch of people, and you don't dare close it because you know you're going to hit the floor and embarrass yourself. Amen. All right. Turn to your neighbor and say, I know there's the perfect you. But now we're for real here, right? With one another. We <laughs> it's all right. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, I want to speak to listen on a very serious note here. I really felt that this was a sobering and a and a, and a uh, seriousness in the tone that the Lord and He just really, you know. So I'm going to say it. He said, "I want you to speak to alignments and allegiances. You give special attention in these areas. Choose the company and the companions cautiously." Carefully, prayerfully, and purposefully in 2020. Partnerships. Don't be an island by yourself. See, there needs to be some connections and disconnections. Partnerships. Ponder the pathways of the people that are influencing you. Ponder the pathway. Where are they going? Where's this going to lead to? Paul said it another way, follow me as I follow the Lord. He was very confident uh, in, in saying that because he knew where he's going. It, listen, you need to go with people that know where they're going. Amen. And now listen, I'll tell you where we're going in 2020. We're going we're gonna to follow hard after the Lord and we're going for some results. After the God that's a rewarder. I got to have some results in my life. How about you? I I don't need religious results. Well, you know, oh, you know, I'm still believing. Sugar, I'm going to be receiving my believing in 2020. If the consequences come quicker than the choices, I'm going to make the right kind of choices that get me the right kind of uh, consequences sooner, further, faster in 2020. Amen. I'm taking the first supernatural ship out of here. How many of you got some stuff that your naturals, you need to be severed from them. You need to move over into the supernatural. You got a God that you need to have a God that's going to put his super really on top of your natural. Because your natural, if left to itself, ain't going to be good. Come on now. The Bible says the why the fool just you know tromps on ahead, fa la 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 la. It'll always be like it's always been. No, it won't. Amen. You ever been at the airport? And on both sides, going in both directions, they got these these these. Uh, they're flat, but you get on them, and 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 every step you take is is multiply. You go further faster than if you just were walking, you know, quote in in the natural pace down you know one step after another when you get on that little thing uh boy you know your your steps are magnified it's multiplied you're you're you go further faster amen that's the picture i see i've been seeing that picture for a while the lord said further faster and that may not seem very spiritual for you but there's a picture amen he told, you know, some of Jeremiah, what do you see? He said, well, I see a fruit basket on top of somebody's head. He said, look, he said, what do you see in the basket? He goes, rotten figs. And the Lord says, well, you've seen well. How'd that make it in the Bible? Rotten figs in the basket on top of someone's head, and God's saying, you've seen well. Because that's what Israel's leaders look like. See, God, sometimes he'll say, this is what it looks like. Amen. It might seem silly, but I'm telling you, you know, next time you're in the airport, get you on one of them. And remember these words, I'm going further, faster, further, faster, further, faster, further, faster. Amen. Hallelujah. Sandy loves them things. She just, (laughs) since she's got them fancy shoes, she can't walk faster than me no more. Amen. All right. In 2020, there'll be connections and directions. Traveling companions, these are all important and most important considerations. 
Consider well the company you keep. Ponder well the path of your feet. 2020. Now listen, for the serious and to the silly, everyone, everything in 2020, you know, it's changed. It's changed. It's great change. Now, for the prayers, last word here, for the prayers that are stayers, you'll be the sayers. All the pray days turning to pay days from professions to possession, from declaration to manifestation. If you're a prayer, no one has to explain that to you. From day one, 2020 comes and it's loaded down with the blessing, dripping with the milk and honey of plenty, of God's plenty, my plenty in 2020. Now I declare the release of the increase. The guys are going to come. We're going to take communion uh, here in just a second. I want to declare the release of the increase and announce the beginnings of plenty in 2020. Every day, I want to encourage you, raise a praise. This, this next year, uh, I believe that we really should be purposefully marked by praise. Praise is the highest prayer. It's the yes and amen of God. The praise. It's the consider it done. It's the consider it all joy. Amen. And you know, praise, David said, I will praise. He said, I will pray three times a day, but I will pray seven times. A day. Amen. Pray, raise a praise. Say every day. Raise a praise. Now what for? For the great grace and the greater love, for the great words and the greater work. See, 2020 will be the great year of release and increase. If you can agree with that, say amen. Now we're going to act on a word here to all spiritual stuff, you know. Not 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 really any natural. You know, a lot, you can go do your naturals, you know, have some chicken wang. Past Sandy went to Walmart. She said, I couldn't believe it. She goes, there was not even a hot dog in the, you couldn't find a hot dog in. I said, well, must be folk like hot dog around here. I said, if Walmart sold out of hot dogs, I said, folks are partying with hot dogs this year. Amen. Everybody say, hot dog. Going to be a hot dog year. Eh? <laughs> if there's any indication. Amen. Do you know, you know hot dogs are good, but I prefer filet mignon, sirloin, just a good old big juicy steak. Amen. There's times when all I could eat was a hot dog. I'm thankful for it. But I'm looking for greater things than just, you know, pork parts and beef parts ground up and Served up and 99 cents. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Sandy. Now, what we're, what we're doing here is over in Exodus, I believe about the 11th or 12th chapter over there. And the Lord spoke to Moses and he said this. He goes, now this, and it was on a night of deliverance. It was to the day that God had spoken almost 400 years earlier and said, I'm going to bring them out. I'm going to bring my people out. And that night he had them paint the blood. Tammy had them paint the blood over the, as a sign, the blood. He said, when I see the blood... That's the distinguishing mark. For what happens in the world is not going to happen in there. For I'll make a distinction between my people and the world's people. The blood. Everybody say the blood. See, that's what we're, we're going to partake of. The body and the blood of the master. <clears throat> he said this. He goes, this will mark. The first day of the first month of the new day and the new year that I'm, I'm setting a new time frame now for the new thing and the new season for my people. This that you're doing today will mark that. And he goes, here's how I want you to do it. He goes, I want you to put your hat on. I want you to get your coat on. I want you to get your walking stick in your hand. I want you to, I want you to eat it in a, in a readiness out of an experience.
expectancy that when daylight comes, it's done. When daylight comes, you're not slaves anymore. You're a free people born out. Are you listening? Born out of God, out of what I'm doing. Amen. When they, when they did that that night, see, the Bible says that night God went throughout Egypt and he dealt the final blow to all the old and he established the new in one night. Amen. He said this will be the first. It'll be the first day. It'll mark the first month. It'll mark the beginnings of the new thing that I'm doing. Are we in agreement where that's concerned? Now, you know, they had to take that by faith. It's dark outside. Amen? They they weren't allowed to go outside. They said, get inside, stay inside. Stay in faith. Stay under the blood. Stay stay in obedience to my word. Do what I tell you. And I'm going to take care of all this other stuff. But when you... When, when, when daylight comes, it's a new thing. It's a new season. And it's due season for everybody. It was due season for the, for, uh, the devil's deal. Are you listening? Everything that had held them captive, everything that had put them in bondage, everything that had degraded and decreased them, and they had a payday, didn't they? They didn't go out empty-handed. They stripped Egypt clean. Silver and gold and clothing and, and possessions. They were glad to get rid of them. The devil was glad to get them out of there by the time God got through. Amen? They didn't go out empty-handed. And you're not going out of this, this year broke, busted, and disgusted. You're going out of here full of faith. You're going out of here in an obedience to God. You're going out of here like, you, like it should be. Believing in what it can be. And it will be. Amen? And it's a God's doing. It's a God doing something. Amen? We're just doing what he told us to do. But you know what this signifies? A covenant. A covenant keeping God. Impossible for him to break his word. Impossible for him to not keep his promise. Do you think about that to the day? Didn't matter whether Pharaoh said not today. Didn't matter whether anybody else, the circumstance, anything said not today. God said no, today. Today. Everybody say today. today. Well, are you ready? Yes. Well, let's take the bread first. This represents the body of Jesus. Now, I want to take it a step beyond, and there's going to be healing release for your physical body. But now, listen, I want to take it a step further. There needs to come this sense of belonging. This independent, you know, uh, thing that we're, that we're dealing with in the earth today, the body of Christ fragmented, separated, divided, disjointed. Are you listening? Are you hearing? Amen. See, the Bible says that there's one God, one Lord, one body. Everybody say one body. body. Let's believe God today that there'll be a healing. Yes. Because there needs to be a healing. Needs to be a healing. I felt this so strongly when, 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 when folks was praying, and Sandy especially was speaking that that there that that God wanted to that God really wanted to to heal some soulish things, stuff down in the will and the mind and the emotions of people. Amen. Also, some spiritual things, see, as well as physical things. See, we're we're going to partake of. A health, see, that Jesus... But more than just our own, our own selves. They're, 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 you want to be part of what God is doing. Amen? And I'll tell you, this anointing flows when the body is, is together together. Amen? Can you agree with that? Amen.
There needs to come, and I'm asking God today for this this wonderful sense of and the peace and the and 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 the uh, the great sense of well-being that comes when when you just be comfortable being yourself, but being a part of something greater than yourself. But you belong. You belong. Some of you struggle so hard with belonging. Everywhere you go, you don't, you don't feel like you belong, see? I'm going to tell you, God's going to give you a blessed assurance and that well-being sense of belonging because he's going to really set you in. Established means believe the Lord, so shall you be established. I mean, you're going to get rooted. You can get set in your place and find your grace and, and, and you're going to know, I belong here. I was meant for this. Yes. Are you ready for that? Now, God, I speak the release of that individually and corporately in this house. We thank you for your... Jesus, you died one man for all men. Every man, every woman, every boy, every girl. For all of mankind. You prayed a prayer out of your heart that night and you said, Father... I want them to belong to us and to one another like you and I belong to each other. I want that same oneness for them. And I believe that's a prayer that you have wanted to answer and will answer and can answer. Father, we break this body like yours was broken. That in that breaking that there would come a healing in us. A wholeness for us. And we partake with one another. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible said he also took the blood, the cup. And just like today, it wasn't his literal blood, but it was a symbol of his blood. And they had to take it by faith then like we take it by faith now. The Bible says we need to judge ourselves so that we're not judged. See, it's a private and personal thing. But not one of those guys that was there that night was born again. Yet the cup was offered to them. Why? Because it's significant of the New Testament, the New Covenant, which is better wasn't in the keeping of the rules and the rituals. It was accepting that what Jesus was doing was going to be forever enough. And that God never desired the blood that we would offer of bulls and goats that could only cover, could only be temporary, only lasted a year, and then you had to do it all over again for the nation. Only only lasted, you know... uh, between morning and evening sacrifice of the Lamb. But His would be a forever thing. The blood is forever. We're forever the yes and the amen of Jesus Christ to God. He said, this is the new covenant ratified in my blood. A new and a better covenant. Where I'm going to complete what I started out to do. I'm going to get back inside of you. And we're going to live life together, together, together. That oneness was what he was after. Can we all partake of this uh, together? Pray this with me. Say, Father, make us one. Make us one with your son. As he's one with you, make us one with one another. And Father, we thank you for it. We partake together in Jesus' name. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. Say this with me. Say, this is the first day. 
of the first month, first month. of the new year. And I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go into two. I'm ready to go from here. <laughs> See, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go in into what God has for me. I'm ready to get out of here. Start the new year. Amen. We're going to start it right. I, listen, you made an investment in tonight. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your attention. Uh. But you know, the Lord told me that he said, son, he goes this, he goes, it's not your job to make them believe or to make them receive. It's simply your job to deliver the message. It's just simply, and I've, I've obeyed God tonight. Uh, we've delivered what the Lord had, had for us to give to you. And it's recorded. There's not one thing we'll back up from. Not one one thing that we'll have to that we'll have to say anything else about if it be God. If it be God, then we'll see, won't we? Oh, but I'm looking for God. I'm looking for God's plenty in 2020. Amen. I'm looking for this word to come to pass. And I'm going to tell you what now. I would encourage you to get this word. Don't just hear it one time. But it's a prophetic word spoken over you. It's a prophetic word spoken to you. And I'm going to tell you what. You can wage a good warfare because it's not all going to be easy. You know, but there's no substitute for winning. I will tell you this now. You know, uh, you know, uh, the fight of faith is a good fight because we win. Now you listen to me right now. Amen. I'm so glad you're here. You listen to me right now. Y'all can listen in, but you listen to me right now. Right here. Right here. Words work. And there's going to come a different balance scale in your life where words are concerned. And you're going to see real quick, quickly, amen, what works and what don't work. You can trace it right back to here. The workings are from the words. The workings are from the words. Now, you've grown up enough to hear something like that. Amen. Oh, did, I'm sorry, did they eavesdrop on He that has ears, let him be listening because there there are wind words. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.